Stay true, stay real, stay righteous. And we return again, Chris. Here we are. Same place, same shit. Same time. <laughs> same stinking drink. <laughs> same stupid personalities. Same fucking day. You were telling me a little bit earlier about a a really interesting you said it's a it's a new a new series or a new movie that's on Netflix. You mm-hmm. said it was a um You're talking about the documentary? Yeah, yeah. documentary. Yeah. I think I was because I, I was I was raving about this to you, and I also was telling mom about it. But it, but it really is cool. It's really worth looking at. But it's on Netflix. It's called World War Two from the Front Lines. And basically, what's what they've done is they've taken all of this old World War Two footage, and they've restored it. Like it's completely been restored. And when I say restored, I mean it's been like it's been completely colorized because a lot of it's mm, black and white. Yeah. But it's been completely colorized. Mm-hmm. And the images have been like really enhanced and sharpened, and it's 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 amazing. So it's, so you were telling me you were telling me it. that it's almost kind of when you're watching it, you know. I mean, you think about it, like have you ever seen like World War II footage? Yeah, there's some color footage. A lot of it's black and white, um, you know. But you you said it was almost kind of like it was almost modern looking. Like if yeah. you're kind of watching it today in real time, you know, like if it was seeing it in modern day real time or whatever. Yeah, do you uh, do you kind of remember like in in old footage, it's almost like sometimes it's like the people are look like they're moving like too fast and stuff. Like everything's yeah. like going at a real weird pace. Mm. Everything's kind of like off even if it's not like too fast. It it's like everything's happening kind of at a weird time rate that doesn't mm-hmm. look normal. Like they they've gotten rid of all that. Like everything looks completely I mean it looks like somebody took an iPhone during World War Two, and started filming. <laughs> Granted, you know, there's it's it's not that cl- that level of clarity, but it's enough to where it's 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 amazing to watch it. It's like Maybe. watching the real foot. I mean, you are watching. Real you know, footage, you were you were ta- you were talking about. It kind of makes me think of something. You were talking about having an iPhone and filming that. I'm like, what if one day we could achieve we we can achieve time travel, oh, and man. we start sending like specialized people to go real time footage live stream like hey we want to see we want to oh, see, wow. see we want to see the storming of omaha oh, live God. they're going to stream it they're going to stream it june 9th 19 what 42 43 four, 1944 i think um yeah it was 1944 it? yeah you know i mean i think you know if we ever get to that point whatever we can travel back in time that'd be kind of I can see us doing something like that, trying to make a, a, a live a stream of major historical events. It would be, be kind of be kind of cool. It'd be kind of cool. I mean, you'd also it'd also kind of be a, a hazardous. You know. I, I feel like I was going to say. I feel like actually, I feel like they made a movie about that called Timeline. Do you remember this movie? No. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah wait, I think I do. It's oh, it's been a, maybe it's, it's been a while ago since it um, came out, but it was called Timeline, and it's about this group of scientists that actually built a time machine, and they end up there. They go oh, yeah. back to I don't is it medieval not, times? Yeah, it's like yes. medieval times. I remember this, but they go back sort of prepared for like they're in this, they're, Paul they're Walker. In, they're yeah. in the uh, <laughs> oh really? Is it Paul Walker? I, I didn't know. So. I don't remember that, but. Uh, What's it called? Yeah, it was kind of cool. So anyway, it was kind of the same concept. It was these people, they went back in time to this medieval era, and then during their time there, this village or wherever this place that they're at, they basically come under siege from like other 
this other you know group of people and oh, and it's sick. kind of like the scientists kind of help them like build like gunpowder and stuff. They kind of help them like in the defense of it by teaching them things and things. I don't know. It's kind of it was a yeah, Paul kind Walker, of yeah, Paul Walker, Gerard Butler, that. Gerard Butler, yeah, yeah. I just remember the movie. That's interesting. Interesting. Yeah, but no, I was going to say... I don't think the, you can go... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, other than the, the dangers of going to, to major historical events, especially war-based, Yeah, I think it would be nice to be able to do it if you were kind of... Almost kind of like my idea for virtual reality and film combination. Remember me talking about this? Oh, or say yeah. you're in a movie, but the way you watch the movie is you could actually almost physically be placed into the scene. You're not there, you know, nothing can yeah. hurt you, you can't initially change anything. Like Star Trek. But yeah. if you're watching a scene, instead of seeing it only from the camera angles that are shown on the screen, you're actually placed in a, you know, a thir- three-dimensional room, and you can walk around as the scene's playing out. Wouldn't that be kind of weird? <laughs> I kinda love creepy, it. creepy, wouldn't it? You could see it from all angles. You could be sitting at the table <laughs> while the actual dialogue's happening. And I watch it on a TV screen, I'm here. I'm Leaking. on the mission with the car. I'm in the spaceship Leaking. right now with the Gettysburg Address. Wow. It'd be fun until you start watching horror movies, and you're just going to be really. Oh, I don't yeah. know some people might like that. Oh, oh, you're talking about like. Um, but you can't. You can't be harmed. Right? Like it's not the physical. It's just it'd be kind of like a virtual reality. You're, you're just talking interacting. About, you're talking with, about even for entertainment purposes. I thought you just meant for live events because that would be amazing for like live events if you could. Oh, just, well, that too. In virtual reality, visit those moments in time. I feel like maybe they maybe they kind of have that already. Can you be at know. a concert through VR? I don't. I have no idea. I don't even own a VR. I just know now. Yeah, I see all these. I see all these memes and videos of or TikToks or whatever. People walking around public now with the new, <laughs> you know, Apple whatever it is, and they're like, oh you know, yeah, they'll be, they'll be like typing in thin air <laughs> or like look like they're checking like text messages in thin air because the way the the. I'm not sure what the brand. I think it's an Apple brand, a Google or something. Wow! But the, this new headset, it's you know, it would almost be like they they can technically still see out of it. Like I'm looking at you, but it's almost kind of like that shit you used to see back in like the old RoboCop movies, where like in his vision there would be like little like things that are popping up, like scan, like data is going off over here on the side. There's a little <laughs> there's a little like you know uh, trigger that like. Pops over your face and identified uh, Alex <laughs> Hamilton, <laughs> age thirty-two. <laughs> you know, it's just like that. I mean, it's kind of what it is identified. now, though. That's what you see. Those people are there, and they're like literally walking around and stuff, just like <laughs> typing in thin air because they're also doing their. I guess they're doing their job work while they're walking around. Yeah, the main street maybe they or are. something. I don't know. Those it's, would be the types of people that would have things like that. Is people who do job work. Yeah. You know, I saw a thing. That's you a can. Trip, man. Somebody was showing a video. You can. You know. Like, say you're sitting on the toilet and you're taking a shit. You could turn your little virtual reality on where all of a sudden you're sitting on top of the Himalayas looking out across. <laughs> literally, I look all around and you're taking a, just a great shit with the sunrise <sighs> on the top of the Himalaya mountains Still warm. Like, a, like a god. <laughs> ah. Uh, uh, we're there, Alex. We, if, we don't, if we're not satisfied with the real world, we'll just go, we'll just go somewhere else. <laughs> Plug into we, the metaverse. We want, isn't it? Like, think about it. The Matrix mm. always tried to seem to imply that Before almost maybe. humans were un were unwillingly put into, you know, almost kind of unwillingly put into the Matrix. You know, man, I don't know if I don't know if the time travel reality system would work though, because the problem with the problem with time travel is you actually can't go into the past. You can only go back to the point that you began to time travel. Does that make sense? 
It's like when you're what does it mean? Like when so, you're born. So here's here here would have to be the <laughs> when you were poor. I mean when you, when you begin the time travel, <laughs> no, I don't sorry, know what I'm that sorry. means. That, that's like, confusing. So you build the machine. Okay. You activate the machine. Okay. So it starts you, recording data. You can't go Almost. any any further than the, the present activated. Than the current reality. I see what you're saying. So once you go, you you pretty essentially have to go forward. But once you go forward, if you decide that you want to go back to another point in time, maybe not even the original From, point, you can you can go backwards as far as you want, only up to the point that you activated the time machine. Sorry, that's probably no. The, no, that actually does make sense. It's almost like the point of conception. The way I was, right, was going to say it was kind of like once it starts recording, that's as far back as you can rewind. Right. Right. Exactly. That's exactly right. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. It's it's the point of conception where it that's begins, that's like you know? a theory or something or how does yeah. that work? Yeah. It's just well, I mean, like sometimes because I have a job where I can listen to stuff all day. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, a lot of times I just put on like three a, a, a three hour quantum physics course or something, and just yeah, and just and just learn. I, I mean, it's it's the best. Trust me, it's one of the few things that keeps my sanity. It's interesting, man. So, so it always reminds me because like I, I think the closest we've ever gotten to time travel, I think the government may already know how to do it. I think the closest we've ever gotten as in in like an anomalic, an anomalic event is like um, Philadelphia Madman. Um, that's his name, Madman Markham. Do you ever do you remember that guy from the from the Art Bell? It was like the Art Bell show. Coast to coast. I think you've you've let me listen to this. Yes. Well, we've listened to we've listened to some of them before, but, but I don't remember this guy specifically. I don't know. Well, maybe we did. I, I don't know. The show I'm familiar with, but I don't know what you're talking. You don't want to talk about Art Bell? It was like the. It was so. It was the late night. It was the late right. night radio show where they would like talk about you know mysteries and right. UFOs. Uh, yeah, I understand that, but I don't know about this person you're talking about. So explain to me the character. So Madman Markham. Yeah, Madman Markham. Or that's just a nickname. That's his title, or that is was that the like nickname? That I, I don't know. That's just that's just what he. That's what Art okay. Bell always called. Madman Markham. So he would call in frequently. No, no. Okay. So what happened was, so this guy lived in, a, in uh, up north somewhere in the U.S., and he lived in kind of a small town, like kind of like a quaint town. I was born in a small town, and he um, he worked in like a local factory. But the guy was was I think in his second year of trade school to be an electrical engineer. Okay, so he was kind of like went trade, well, stay consistent. So he worked at like the local plant, came up with this idea that he wanted to build what was called a Jacob's ladder. Are you familiar with that? Um, is it like a? Uh, it's like kind of like electricity thing that moves up a uh, yeah two it, prongs or yes, whatever. Yes, that's you know, right. Jacob's yeah, ladder. it's in yeah, like a V shape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So like a lot of people know it from like if you watch like the old monster movies, yeah, like yeah, uh, Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It's it's that weird little. It looks uh-huh. like antennas, and the electrical boat goes up in between it. them. Yeah, and then and like what, a ladder. Right, mm-hmm. and as it goes up it, when it reaches the top, it disappears, and then it restarts. The current is like this this weird, consistently flowing current. It restarts and goes back up the ladder again. It's called Jacob's Ladder. So he came up with this idea that he wanted to build one of these things. So he remembered that there was, when he would drive home every day, he remembered near where the, like a power station was, there was like these abandoned generators, like power generators. Okay. They were just like sitting out in this field or something. So he ended up getting a bunch of his buddies and they went and grabbed these generators and like took them to his house. 
And so, like, he started out small. Like, he starts talked about how he started out in his garage, and he built this Jacob's Ladder. And he talked even about how, like, the way he got it to work was he had to use, like, a CD laser to, like, focus the beam. And, you know, and somehow he did. He goes into all of it. Like, like he goes into all these things about how he built this thing. Okay. So he's talking about how he starts out with this very small model, and I think he had some trials and errors, but he kind of kept at it. Like, he was intrigued by it. And, like, he was, like, pulling, he started, like, pulling a bunch of power and stuff. So he ends up building, like, like, when he started out with the original model, he noticed that with the, with the system that he had built, with the laser, something about the laser system, he noticed there was, like, this weird, almost, like, mirage effect above the Jacob's Ladder when he was doing it. When it, when the where when the, so so basically the bolt was going up when the bolt w- would reach would reach the precipice and kind of disappear. Yes, he was seeing like a mirage. When you say a mirage, so it'd be kind of the equivalent for anybody. So I'm I'm envisioning kind of like you know if you see the heat rolling off of a, yes. a hot you know driveway Road. or concrete or something in right. the summertime. Kind of this weird. Okay, I understand. It's almost mirage. Like, yeah. So hmm. so he he said that so he threw a bolt through it. He just, like, threw a bolt at it just okay. to see, and he claimed that when he threw the bolt through this weird mirage, it disappeared. And then two seconds later, it came back out and dropped. He did a few more tests, and then the laser, like, burned up. He was like, I need to make, I need to improve it and see what's going on with this. Because <laughs> he said at the moment, at when, when, he fir- when it happened, it, like, shocked him, but he didn't know what it was. Like, he had no okay. idea what exactly was going on. So he built, I felt like he built a bigger one. And when he built a bigger one, he had some more trials and errors, and he talked about some of the things, weird things he ran into. But he ended up taking, like, these generators they had essentially stolen from the power company, and he, like, rigged up this machine and activated it and said, like, literally it made, like, a vortex, like a magnetic vortex. They, like, threw, threw, like, a table through it, and they and it never came back out. He said it never came back out. He said they, the table's gone. When they started, to, when they were about to put some more stuff through it, after like a few times, had it, there was a power overload, like a blackout. There was a blackout. While they were doing these experiments, trying different things, they ended up call, inadvertently causing a blackout. So, so I do have a question. So yeah. this guy's having these. Well, I'm sorry. No, continue the story. Continue the story. I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm just mesmerized by this. Tell me. Oh, the story. okay. Yeah, Batman Markham, look it up. It's wild, but okay. So, so, so a blackout happens. The neighborhood power yeah. pfft, overload. Everything shuts down. So, so the power company repairs the blackout. Nobody really knows what happened. People claim that when this happened, it like fried TV sets and stuff. Like it was a big deal. What ended up happening was there was a guy that was coming over to visit one day, and he said this guy was just like one of his buddies. They were like messing around with this machine, trying to like rebuild it to pull more power after they just had this outage, the guy his the guy who is visiting, he ends up like taking a BB gun and shooting at birds and shoots through a neighbor's window. So the neighbor calls the cops. The cops show up at Madman Markham's house and ask, you know, what's going on? You know, the neighbor said they, they don't know if it was a bullet or something just went through their window. And they see like he's got like all these power generators. So they're like, where did you get these power generators? And he tells them. What the fuck are you doing back he here? He tells them. Wow. And he tells them, and they arrest him. Oh, wow. And he goes to jail over this. What ends up happening is there's a headline that hits the newspaper saying, man arrested claiming to have invented a time machine. <laughs> so wait a minute. 
Hold on. I, I got to slow. Uh, just one real quick. So he, he ha- this friend comes over to witness the vortex. The magnetic but it, vortex. But at some point, he's just he's out there just decides I'm going to start shooting animals. Yeah, he said the guy was being a dumbass. He oh, said he, he was went just, out. He went just, outside with a fucking BB gun and started. He he claimed. He said the guy claimed he was shooting at birds. But he said he ended up shooting one of the neighbor's windows out. And he said he knew the moment it happened, he was like, fuck. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he said it was just an, an anomaly. Hey, well, but anyways. Guy, but, but here's what's weird so about it. It's arrested. Here's what's weird about it. The story's so unbelievable up until the point that he's actually caught. And the newspaper claims that he, that he made the statement, I built a time machine. So it's like 30 days. Okay. And, you know, he goes to jail. He, it's not anything crazy. It's like it's his to give back the generators and... And, but he has to serve like 30 days in jail or something. So he gets out of jail. This catches the attention of Art Bell from the Coast to Coast radio show. Because he sees the headline. I got he sees you. the headline. So Art Bell figures out, he finally figures out a way to get a hold of this guy and yeah. does like an interview with him. And the guy tells the story I pretty much just told you in that manner. And he says, hold on, I know it sounds crazy. And when you're talking to the guy... Like you can tell, like he's 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 it's really weird because he's like super intelligent, like and I'm not saying that like he's different. You can tell this guy's like a little bit different, but he's super intelligent. So when he does this radio interview and retells the story, Art Bell asks him, "Have you been contacted by the government or anything?" And he said, "Not yet." And Art Bell, of course, Art Bell's like, "Don't do it, you know, don't do it," but. But Art Bell asked him, he says, well, what if there's, what if you're interested in getting privately funded to do this? And Madman, Madman Markham says, I could do something like that. I swear to you, Chris, I think maybe he gives out his number on the air. He even talks about, like, I don't want to give out my number. And then he's like, you know what? I'm going to have to. He's like, if people are really interested, interested in building a machine I got that does this. Madman Markham gonna, said, here I Man am. Madman Markham Contact does me. it. Reach out to me. Because people can call in. On the Art Bell show, and some of them like even ask questions like that. I think one guy even says, "I would be willing to donate money. I would be willing to to give you a, a warehouse to build it in." And so here's what here's what ends up happening: he ends up getting funded. People give him a warehouse. They give him money. He he begins building this machine. He talks about while he was in prison. He thought about his system and, like, what he would do. And so this time, he, instead of building, I, I think it was, I don't know, instead of building, like, a Jacob's Ladder, he built, like, like a cylinder that he, that had, like, these high-powered magnets that rotated around it, and he would, like, juice it up. Like, he would shoot it up with a bunch of juice, and it would, like, he claims, it. he believes it made a magnetic vortex. That you can time travel through. Real quick, isn't the CERN, isn't that how it's operated? Through a well, magnet, they, they, magnetic. Yeah, the hard collider, yeah. They smash, like, particles together. But it's through a magnetic. Uh, oh, yeah, I it? think I think a lot of it, yeah, I think I think it is. I think some yeah. of it is. Interesting. But anyways, um, but anyway, so he builds this machine, and he gets a second interview on the Coast to Coast radio show. Art Bell. How's it going? How's my investment? Yeah, and, and Art Bell tells him, man, man, mark him. If you turn this thing on, let me know. I want to come and film it. I want to come and videotape. The guy tells the story about how, yeah, I got the land. I've been working on it. Here's what I'm doing. He talks about how he built it. You know, it could all be bullshit. I don't know, but it's fascinating. And the guy's like, no, I'm doing it this way. And he's like, oh, that kind of makes sense. And it's weird, like how they banter back and forth about this machine he's built. So he finally gets to the point where nobody hears from him. 
nothing, nobody ever hears back from him. And Art Bell, I think, from time to time brings it up on his radio show, but people had theorized that what if he tested it out. did it? What if he actually did it, and we don't we don't know where he's at now? What if he slipped into another reality? So there was even like there was even an interesting one where I remember one of the callers had called in and it said there's this really weird article from the 1930s that talks about how there was a guy that was found on a beach dead in a weird tube, in like a strange metal tube. But the person that called in said, do you think that could have been him? He talked about, I felt like in one of the interviews he said, I may build some type of, uh, you know, uh, aluminum device to put around me to send me through because that way it won't, like, fry me or something. I don't know, you know. They, they bantered about all of it. But anyways, there was this thing, but it was just dead. Mm. So then he comes out with this episode. It's like two years later, and he comes out with this episode where he says, guys, I've brought this up from time to time. It was one of the more fascinating stories we ever talked about. And he said, you're never going to believe this. I've got Madman Markham. He's back. No way. He's back. And he begins this third interview with Madman Markham. And here's what Madman Markham claims. Madman Markham claims that he built the machine who on a very specific day, he said, he told them, I'm turning it on and I'm going to go through. The owners, he claims, all showed up. The investors all came through. And he claims that he climbed up this machine without without any type of cover. He essentially leaps through a magnetic vortex. And it's activated. Yes. He wakes up in the middle of a field. And he said when he wakes up in the field, he's like super confused, super dazed. He doesn't remember anything. He just kind of, so he talks about like he gets up on this field and he ends up like walking miles to this town where there's like a homeless shelter that he ends up going to and gives this big story about how he, en- he comes to find out he went through the machine and he came out two years later. But by the way, by the way, his family, he, they thought he was all dead. Everybody thought they couldn't he, even find a body or nothing. Nothing. That's crazy. Nothing. His family all thinks he's dead. He was like, he had no way to identify himself. He had no, like, he was, he was deemed a dead person. He said it was super bizarre. He said he ends up going back to the warehouse. Everything was gone. And, you know, I, I'll, keep, I'll, I'll butcher the story. There, the way that I've told it, there's like a million plot holes. But when he tells it, when you actually listen to it, it's really weird. It's really, really, really weird. So kind of to go back to what, what started it, so you, you generally believe, though, what he's saying, there could be truth to this. I'm convinced of it. I'm convinced of it. Wow. When I listen to these interviews, I'm convinced that this guy invented something that somehow – transported him two years into the future. Like, they even asked him, they were like, you know, were your nails long? Did you have a beard? You know, he was like, no. Rip Van Winkle. No, yeah, he said no. He said, I completely, wow. I com- I was completely the way that I was. He said, I just had massive memory loss. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that. That'll be the next thing, billionaire, trillionaire. Oh, I'm sorry, we're getting ready to go into trillionaires now. That's what they'll be doing yeah. next. When it's not traveling to space, I'm going to time travel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go back and fix things. I don't I know. could be so powerful. All right. Well, we will see you guys soon. Thanks for listening.